welcome to the YBMB live show. Uh, we run it Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, as you know. And Mondays we talk about uh, body, Wednesdays we talk about mindset, Fridays we talk about business. And very often I have a guest to share these things with me. I've got um, a great guest lined up on Friday. Um, but today I'm just going to talk to you um, a little bit about uh, some of the things that I posted. Um, and uh, the main heading is um, doers rather than talkers. And it was prompted because um, I think we're all all come across uh, individuals that you know do ever such a lot of talking, but uh, they don't do so much you know delivery. Um, and then you can't have the other sort, don't you? That um, just achieve amazing things, and you you're really surprised. And it seems like they're an overnight success. When the truth of the matter is, you know, they've been uh, beavering away in the background, day in day day out, consistently. Um, but um, I think you know deep down, everybody wants to be. A doer. Everybody wants to be productive, um, and uh, everybody, you know, um, has the very, very best intentions. So nobody doesn't want to want, wants to only be a talker. I think. Um, excuse my uh, appearance. But I just I was going to do this talk. Talking of doing, I was going to do it um, uh, while I was walking to give you a bit of scenery. I've just been walking through Hyde Park with the dogs, but it was just so freezing cold. Uh, I can't believe how cold it was actually. My hands were literally dropping off. So uh, consequently, um, I look sort of a bit windswept. But anyway, um, doing rather than talking or doing as well as talking. How do you become much more productive? How do you become a doer as it were? Um, it's not magic. It's not that some people can and some people can't. Um, there are some very clear steps, I think, that will change your level of productivity. and. You know, make you a doer if you want to use that title, but but, but definitely enhance your productivity uh, and make you um, you know achieve your goals, uh, and then you feel, sort of feel better about yourself as well, um, and get what you need to get done. So I've got uh, eight points here, which I'm going to just go through with you. And uh, the first one comes down to falls down to awareness, awareness of why we are sometimes not as productive as we want to be, and uh, there's a multitude of reasons. And uh, if I were to ask people, you know, what their problem, what their big challenge is, they would often point to all the things that are going on outside them. They would point to how busy they are, how other people take their time, um, you know, how it's all right for everybody else. But in their circumstance, um, it's not because of A, B and C. Um, and so the first thing I think is an awareness that it's not all right for everybody else. It's, it's, not, it's not better or worse for anybody, quite frankly, because everybody has their own challenges to deal with. Um, and, uh, you know, as, as uh, one, uh, Ryan Holiday, I read his books and the Stoics say, you know, it's not about what happens in your life, it's how you deal with it. Um, if you've read that book, The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, that's a really great one to start with on this subject um, because everybody has obstacles, roadblocks, issues, challenges, some obviously terrible and much worse than others, um, illness, loss of loved ones, things like that. Um, but unfortunately, we all come across these roadblocks at some stage in life. And some people seem to have uh, more than their fair share quickly, you know, early on. But, um, you know, we all also know these people that are, are great in how they handle things and we can't believe how well they're handling things. So it boils down to it's not what happens, but it's how you look at it and how you learn from it and how you deal with it. So um, having an awareness of that, first of all, and not having that sort of victim mentality that um, you know, it's all right for them, but it's not all right for me. And, uh, and where does that actually come from? Like I say, I think everybody is well-intentioned, but I think um, what many people don't understand is that the brain is there 
obviously to keep us alive in terms of all the functions that take place in our body, but secondly, to protect us from any external threats. Um, and that what that does therefore is it sort of can hold us back and it gives us negative self-talk and it stops us doing things and trying things. Um, and it can make us feel, um, you know, sorry for ourselves really. So having an awareness about the way that our brain works firstly, um, and then deciding that we're gonna choose how to respond to a situation. We don't have to automatically go where our brain takes us, but we can try and be a bit more objective and respond to things in a bit more of an objective way. That's the very first um, step, I think, removing blame, having some perspective on what's going on around us and deciding that we can choose how we behave and, um, and not actually regretting on how we were up until today, but deciding that any point in time, we can have a different mindset from now. That's just a decision. You can, if you're listening, you know, you can just decide that now, the way you've looked at a particular situation up until now, rather than thinking maybe that it's, you know, it's someone else's fault, then just um, say, well, it doesn't really matter whose fault it is, I'm gonna move forward from now. It prompted me to sort of talk about that because um, as I said in one of my posts today, I had someone on the program and I've had this periodically over the years, you know, where, you know, I can remember times where I've interviewed somebody for a job and uh, they've been amazing, you know, and they spent all this time in the interview telling me how great they are and what they can achieve and what they have achieved. And then suddenly, you know, you fast forward a few months and they're there telling you all the reasons why they can't do what you're expecting them to do. It's amazing how people can sort of change like that. Um, so, uh, and you know, I had someone on the YBNB program where um, no matter what it was that we laid out for them, they just refused to sort of give it long enough to make it work. And actually in the end, almost became hell bent on proving that this wasn't gonna work for them because they were in some way special. Um, and, and you know, in the end, you, you, you know, you can't really change someone's mindset. They have to change it for themselves. We're not, uh, I'm not a motivational guru any more than anybody else's. I'm really there to say, well, not necessarily that my way is the right way, but that it is my way. And it's a way that I found that really works and has got me results and has got results for many other people. So mindset is key and having an awareness of it. Okay, number two is thinking about your priorities um, and not necessarily um, just what your priorities are in terms of what it is that you want to achieve. So goals like houses and cars and holidays and money and careers and weight and things like that, but also prioritizing um, the controllables, the things that you can control. You know, what I mean by that is that you can't necessarily control, uh, you know, what job you're gonna get next, but you can certainly control um, how long you spend every day um, putting your CV together, how many job applications you put forward, how many phone calls you make, same with sales. Um, you know, if you're talking about your body, you can definitely control what time you wake up, um, you know, how many steps you do, whether you go for, a, um, a whether you go training or not. Um, people say they don't have time. I was listening to uh, The Rock speak um, yesterday. And what he was saying is that he always trains every morning. And regardless of what time he has to start, uh, whatever it is he's doing, he will just back up four hours, regardless if that's 2 a.m. and he will train twice. Once he'll do cardio, then he'll eat something and then he'll do weights. So, you know, that's maybe an extreme example, but prioritizing the controllables can really, really help. So saying, okay, so these are my goals. These are my non-negotiables. And it could be to do with spending time with loved ones, you know, working on your business, if you're writing a book that, you know, if you're working on your body, if you're doing your walking, if you're having time to eat proper nutrition, 
you know, you want to have seven hours sleep. These are my, these are my uh, goals, my non-negotiables. And then secondly, um, these are the things that I can control. So prioritizing those um, that they have to get done and they will get done because you can control them. Um, and making sure that those non-negotiables link towards a bigger picture. You know, so if you're wanting to improve your physical fitness, knowing that, you know, you've got to eat on a regular basis, you've got to sleep, you've got to drink water, uh, you know, you've got to do some training, you've got to maybe be active, do some steps, then obviously they are going to be um, non-negotiables and controllables that you you start to schedule. That, that really puts me on to the next point, which is um, scheduling. And uh, I um, look at time a little bit differently to how maybe most people do. And it's as a result of, you know, what I've read and what I've learned that um, if you start to just schedule your week, um, you know, you can become, you can get some things done, but you can almost feel like you're on a treadmill where uh, you're not actually getting anywhere. You're just very, very busy, but you're not getting anywhere. Whereas if you start to look at the overall big picture, um, and when I say big picture, I mean your life in decades, um, you can be a lot more focused. I did a post a few days ago or last week sometime where I talked about decades. Um, Tony Robbins says this, he says that, you know, people vastly overestimate what they can achieve in a year and underestimate what they can achieve in a decade. If you start to look at your life on a piece of paper and you draw it out in terms of, you know, 100 years, let's say 100 year life. So, you know, at the moment, the life expectancy for men is in their, in their um, mid to late 70s and for women early 80s. Um, although the evidence now, as I've said before, shows that we ultimately should be able to live to 150. 156 to be precise. Now, if that's the case, you can draw a grid and you can break it down into blocks of 10 and you can color out the ones that you've already had and then you can look at what you've got left, depending on what you think your life expectancy is. And obviously we have to say illness and accidents aside. Um, and if that is the, uh, the case, you can say, okay, well, you know, I'm halfway through, let's say, or I'm a third of the way through, this is what I've achieved so far. What would I really like to achieve in this next decade? Um, and then you start to always have that in your mind. And I talk about journaling and vis visioning on a separate subject. We do that as part of the program every morning. It's good to always remind yourself of that and look at time as a big picture um, and realize that you can calm down a little bit. You don't have to get every single thing done this week. You know, um, you, you basically have to make sure your non-negotiables are in your diary. You have to make sure that your controllables are in your diary. And if things are taking just a bit longer, than a week, a month, a year. Well, recognizing when you look on the paper that you maybe have got much more time than you might feel, then um, that can be pretty reassuring and it may calm down a little bit and focus on your goals um, in a more calm fashion. So I'm um, talking, looking at time differently and then scheduling, you know, sitting down um, on a Sunday um, with your other half, if that's appropriate or your family members um, and even, you know, your colleagues, if that's um, also appropriate and saying, okay, here's my priorities for the week. This is what I really, these are my non-negotiables, this is what I need to get done. Um, what's your priorities? And just working out where there are any conflicts. And so everybody that's important to you knows what your priorities are, and then you'll be left alone to get on with them. Um, and just managing those expectations is so important. Otherwise, if you don't do that, no one knows about your priorities. They'll be ringing you right, left and centre, dragging on your time, expecting you to be there, being upset with you when you're not, um, simply because they don't know your priorities, and so they are working in accordance with theirs. So um, scheduling is really important. Now we get to the crux of the matter, number five, which is then we've just got to do it. Um, so you, you know, you've worked out what your goals are, you know what your, your controllables are, you know you're not, now you have your schedule. Now you've got to do it. 
Um, and that means, you know, if you've said to yourself that you're going to get up at 6 a.m. or whatever the time is, you have to do it. Um, if you said that you're going to spend an hour doing meditating, journaling, reading before you jump into your day, you, know, you have to do it. Um, if you're going to, if you said you're going to go for a walk or do a workout seven to eight, you have to do it. Now, this is easier said than done, but there are some ways to do it. Firstly, you can set alarms on your phone. Um, next, you can hold yourself accountable by telling someone else what you're about to do and asking them if they can, you know, check up on you or do it with you. So doing a walk together, doing a workout together. This is what we do on YBNB all the time. Um, or um, Mel Robbins, if you read her book, she's got a book called 54321, where if you're lying in bed and you just don't want to get up, you just say 54321 and you get up and you don't think about it and you just do it, the JFDI approach. Um, so you have to do these things. You know, you can't have this perfect schedule and then just not do it and expect results. Um, which, lead, which takes me to the next thing, um, number six, which is excuses. You know, there are all the excuses in the world available to us if we don't want to do something. And like I said at the beginning of this, you know, I've had um, many occasions where I've um, had people that previously were telling me how great they are, then coming in and explaining to me why they can't do something. And they've got all the, they're so good, they're so inventive um, with uh, excuses as to why things can't be done. And, you know, we're all good at it. You know, so we can talk ourselves out of something um, very, very effectively. You know, uh, I've had times where I've been in the gym, and, you know, my mind has said to me, why are you doing this? You know, why are you bothering doing this? No one else around you is your age doing this. You know, you have to push through these types of things. I've run, you know, I've been training for a London marathon before. And um, honestly, if I didn't, if I'd not have had all the sponsorship that I had, I probably would not have seen it through because it was such a horrible and uncomfortable thing to do. Um, so often, um, you know, we will, we have a choice again as to whether to make excuses about something or just to say, look, there's just no point. There is no point in making excuses. It doesn't actually achieve anything. Let's just get on with it. So being aware when we sort of fall into excuses and eradicating that and just moving on again, easier said than done, but an awareness is very important. Um, so now we're, what we're doing is, you know, we've got a schedule. Maybe we're not perfect. Maybe we're making the odd excuse, but we are at least doing some of it. That means that we start to move forward. We start to be productive. We start to get some things done. You know, and like I say, there are tips and hints uh, that I send out every day to help people to do that. And then the other thing is not just doing, but it is also learning. Learning what works and learning what doesn't. I was talking to somebody on a coaching call last night um, and she's really making such amazing progress. One of the things she said though, is look, I don't get up at five o'clock. I know, you know, that we were talking about mindset and what you were saying was get up between five and six. And she said, but for me, I get up at seven and uh, I like to sort of spend until 8.30, you know, with my face pack on, doing my, um, we call them savers, do, doing my meditation, visioning, writing and all of that. Um, and she said, and then I get ready and then I'm ready for the day. That works for her. So she's learned through doing um, what works for her best. And it's made her much more, uh, productive and she's getting the results that she wants you know both in her body and her business as well so you have to learn um and then what do you do with that learning i mean you've got to give yourself a bit of time so at least a week of a new schedule you know you can't um abandon it before it's even started but give yourself a week of that new schedule try to follow it as best you can and then at a particular time every week and i would say that a sunday um sit down and look what's happened you know, look at um, what you managed to achieve. Um, and I don't mean just work things. I mean, you know, in terms of all aspects of your life, how have you got on with your body? How were you with your uh, emotions? You know, did you keep that nice, calm 
um, persona that you wanted you know how how have you uh, been with your relationships have you managed to support and connect with the people that you care about um, how have you been with your time management how have you been with your uh, money you know if, for example if you had an objective not to buy silly things you know and sort of put a certain much amount of money away or whatever how have you been with that you know what have you done with your career what have you done with your learning did you read the things you wanted have you contributed in any way generally overall have you progressed so these are the questions you would ask yourself in a weekly review it needn't take that long and with that learning oh well this worked but that didn't this triggered me off I started making excuses then um oh, but I got a lot done on that particular time of the day after working out whatever it was start to look for patterns when you find those patterns redo your schedule for the following week um remind yourself again you know of what your how your brain plays tricks on you what it's there to do um what triggers you to be really productive what triggers you not to be um just consider those things learn from the previous week put your new schedule in place you know uh, and off you go again um and that's how you become a doer and not a talker uh, by all means talk i'm talking a lot here now um but uh, make sure that you're getting it done as well because in that you know in the in the end progress brings happiness and uh, that can be progress on anything, whether it's body, mind, or business, you know, career, money, relationships, whatever it is. And that's what we teach on YBNB. That's why I produce the uh, program. And, uh, you know, I love working with people who really want something. Um, and it doesn't matter where they're starting from, um, what's happened up until this point, if they really want it, and I've always been like this in my career, you know, whether it was, um, at the beginning when I was in uh, the corporate world or for the last 20 years where I've been in things like recruitment, um, where I was placing, um, you know, high-flying professionals at the beginning, um, all the way down to young people starting their first job and now working with midlifers who really want to make a change. I've always really loved working with people who really, really want to make an improvement because um, I can spot potential a mile off. Everyone has it. Um, and uh, But I can also spot when someone doesn't really want it and if you don't really want it, then be honest with yourself and, and reset your sights. Um, so uh, honesty as well with, uh, with yourself as well as with everybody else as to what you really want is the best policy because that's what's going to make you happy. And we don't, we know we don't all want the same things. So um, on that point, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for listening as always. And um, if you want more of these hints and, hints and tips, do subscribe to uh, my daily email um, because uh, I'm always reading and learning new things and I pop that into the daily email and give you sort of hints and tips and um, also offers as well if we're in between seasons if you want to sign up early for the next season you get offers and things like that so um, hopefully I can distill the knowledge I've, I, I've got and I keep getting and, and give it to you so do subscribe there's a link at the bottom and uh, have a, a lovely uh, day thanks for listening bye-bye <laughs>